Room, everybody. We're so happy to have you here on this Tuesday or whatever day you're watching us. This is our daily nerdy news show that keeps you up to date on what you need to know live from New Rockstar's headquarters. I'm Zach Huddleston. I'm thrilled to be here with you today. Uh, we're going to discuss all kinds of stuff. Ben Affleck in his favorite Batman performance <laughs> ever. Get rid of the meme of him being sad. It's done. Um, also, of course, as the packaging of this video uh, portended, we're going to talk about some important New World Order casting they haven't announced yet. Mm. One Mr. B. Banner. Um, <laughs> Bryce Banner? That's right. That's Bryce right. Dallas Banner. Uh, and we have internally some very big break room news uh, for our show, some big announcements of some things that are coming up. With me to discuss all of that and more, we've got Brandon Barrick. I say let Ben Affleck be Batman for the rest of time. Wow. Uh, we've got Jessica Clemens. Mm. <laughs> and we've got Tommy Bechtel. I agree, Brandon. It's called Batman Forever, not Batman whenever we feel like it. <laughs> Being a father is a responsibility. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, who's the father? Are you the um, father in this scenario? <laughs> before, before we get to some headlines, yeah. So we want to make a quick announcement. And we're going to talk about this more later in the show. We're coming up to the end of season one of The Break Room. Oh. Uh, it's been almost a year we've been what? doing this show. Doesn't time fly? Uh, and so to kind of mark that and to launch season two, mm. we have some really big plans, uh, some physical plans. The set's <laughs> going to look a little different. The, the show host might, might look a lot different. <laughs> what? If you, if you catch, hey, we'll talk about it later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, all that is to say, we are actually going to be taking the month of April off from mm. the break room. We are not going to be releasing any new episodes in April. So, this week is our final week mm. until we come back in May. Uh, we're, again, we're going to talk more about what that May comeback is going to look like <laughs> at the end of the show. Stick around. Uh, but, hey, let's get into some headlines. Yeah. Oh, baby. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. We've gotten a dribble drab of MCU casting this, year, this week. Um, they're just, they're giving us, they're giving us just a, a little morphine drip. Yeah, um, it's like when a, a person in a movie gets like a, a wound in their abdomen and then like five minutes later they're like, and a little blood comes out of their mouth because it's finally traveled up their um, uh -huh. their honey chute, which is what I call an esophagus, oh, and, out, and out their honey hole, which is what wow. I call a mouth. Jesus no. uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, first of Daredevil Born Again casting news, Art, actor Artie Frushan, mm. do we think that's how we pronounce it? Yes, I think that's Frushan, definitely right. Uh, has been cast in a major role on Daredevil Born Again. Oh. And based on some, uh, kind of some speculation and some set photos, we think he's going to be an associate of Wilson Fisk's, could, the kingpin. Could he be like, no, this is bad. Could he be Foggy? Is he Foggy? Are they, oh. are they afraid to say they've recast like Foggy? Ooh. That's my thought. Wow, what a thought. Hashtag uh, <laughs> recast Foggy. It would be weird to keep some of the character, some of the actors playing the same characters and to switch up some right. of the lower level actors. Well, they re they've replaced Vanessa. We know we got a new Vanessa uh, Fisk. Vanessa. Uh, and they haven't mentioned like Foggy or Karen. We know That's the right. original actors are not slated mm. to come back for that. The original actors being from the, uh, the Netflix series. There, there's some speculation, and I think this is based just on kind of set photos and whatever, that they might be following the Kingpin Mayor mm. comic book storyline. This guy could be like a mayoral aide slash gangster goon or whatever. Uh, we don't know. Um, and then in other Marvel casting news, uh, fitting this week as uh, Succession comes back to HBO, Matthew McFadden, mm. uh, who plays Tom Wamsgans yes. on Succession, has been announced he's going to be joining Deadpool 3. <laughs> In an undisclosed role. Hell yeah. Get Which both is... the disgusting brothers in there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, cousin Greg. We'll find a spot for you. Um, but yeah, interesting. And, and he's also, he's a very talented English actor who's done like Sense and Sensibility and Shakespeare and stuff like that. But obviously on Succession, he does comedy. So it's kind of a fitting match there for yeah. this movie. He could be playing a more serious, maybe he's a villain. Or he could be playing like a totally comedic role. I, I, uh, please don't want in Dunham. Please introduce him in a, as a character that's going to be coming back. I don't, I, I need him. I, I need him to stay on our screen. Succession is ending this year. He's, he's, for me, he's a prime candidate to land like an NBC, CBS, ABC, like one hour dramedy yeah. show that lasts eight seasons because I think we, American 
viewers love him. And and I know most of our audience does not watch Succession. The number of times we try to cajole you into watching it, <laughs> yeah. we get it. So you may not be familiar with this work. This guy is an insanely talented actor. Yes. What were you gonna say, Brandon? I've, I've said this many times on the channel. I wanna see Alpha Flight. I hope oh, he's a member of Alpha oh, Flight. Wow. Captain uh, Canada? Maybe, maybe North Star, maybe Sasquatch, put him in the outfit, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, with, that, with his tall long guy. voice in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you wanna get Cousin Greg to be Sasquatch. He's much taller. He's tall, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that actor is. But yeah, I hope he's not just, because we were kind of joking if he's like the Rob Delaney role of like the non-powered yeah. person who's just like their friend. But they made that joke. Yeah, I hope he is a major role and like a lot of. Players. And also, he could be playing someone serious too. I That's mean, just because we found out he is, like you said, that he's a hilarious, comedically gifted actor, doesn't mean that he can't still roll back into those dramas. Yeah, you know? and and he he often plays a morally bankrupt character on Succession. He, <laughs> right. He's a good villain. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Daredevil: Born Again, Vincent D'Onofrio, who again is God's gift to newsbreakers, because mm -hmm. that guy is out there. Him and dropping. James Gunn are. Between their Twitter and their flitters, uh, <laughs> they'll say anything. They're never quitters. Um, he, he gave a quote this week where he was kind of talking, uh, you know, he keeps talking about Daredevil Born Again, uh, and he reiterated it's going to be a very violent show. Uh, we'll be on the same level of violence as the Netflix mm. series, which will be no new for Disney+. Plus. You don't think so? I don't so. think it'll be that violent. Hmm. He okay. smashed the dude's head in with a car door. I don't know. There was a lot of blood in the in the Daredevil series. I don't think Disney Plus will do that much blood. Well, Vincent D'Onofrio disagrees. Um, and he kind of touched on the Echo relationship, which obviously we saw in the Hawkeye series, right, when, when that character was introduced. And kind of reiterated it's this father-daughter relationship. You know, it's deeply emotional. It's not a joke. It's deep stuff, and we're going, which I don't know why you needed to say it's not a joke. Did anybody think that the Echo storyline was a joke? Uh, it's not a joke shirt. It's not a joke product, okay? You got to wear it. It's, it's like TC Tuggers uh, from their, uh, I'm making that that's, reference. That's the second reference we made today. today. Uh, uh, yeah. And, it's and, not a joke. I love it. He had to say that it was. But do you think he was pissed when, like, because he had the Hawaiian shirt and Hawkeye, and people mm. were like, this is silly. This isn't the yeah. same Kingpin. He's like, no, I'm being very serious. He also, he said this to Newsweek two days in a row, dropped like Vincent D'Onofrio stories about him talking about the Daredevil series yesterday. When you go to college with the editor I don't know. I don't know how Newsweek was getting these like uh, exclusives, but last, yesterday they rolled out the story where he was like mentioning, oh, it's for season two of Daredevil. And everyone was like, what? Season two already? Mm. And now today it was this stuff about like, the stuff about Echo is about the Echo series yeah. too, mm -hmm. like not just uh, Daredevil Born Again. Mm -hmm. So. Newsweek's got the exclusive. We, we, overtaking the Hot Mic podcast. Oh, uh, come on this show, Newsweek. Uh, <laughs> defend yourself. Uh, but I mean, again, this Echo Kingpin relationship could eventually end up, you know, being over the course of three different Disney Plus series. Yeah, that's crazy. From Hawkeye to Daredevil Born mm -hmm. Again to Echo. Uh, it could be. I mean, maybe that's kind of what he's trying to get across. This is going to be an important relationship. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Confirm. It's not a joke relationship, and it's getting pretty sad. It's time for mandatory gun. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Dang, dang. We don't have a graphic yet, but we'll get one. Season two, we'll have Season a mandatory two, gun. We'll have a mandatory gun. Um, James Gunn, as Tommy uh, pre pre mentioned, uh, is always out there talking, and uh, he's giving some quotes about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three coming out in May. We're a little over a month away. Um, and he mentioned that Rocket Raccoon was the main reason he came back to direct the third series. It he wasn't said, the $10 million? Well, okay, fair. <laughs> uh, it was one of the 10 million reasons he came back to direct uh, <laughs> Volume 3. And he mentioned that for him, for James Gunn, Rocket was always the secret protagonist of the mm. series. And he wanted to make sure that he kind of continued, finished telling that character's story. Got it. And then he had this um, very film schooly think piece kind of a quote at the end that the, the talking about the trilogy of Guardians movies, the first movie is about the mother, the second movie is about the father, and the third movie is about the self. Oh, I thought he was going to say Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maybe which, that is the self. The high evolutionary. Which, yeah, I mean, obviously Ego was the main antagonist in the second movie. And I guess like, Meredith Quill and kind of Peter's whole origin played a big part mm. of the first movie. Well, him like remembering his mother during when he's holding the stone at the end, like kind of unlocked his abilities a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was about the mother. She played a key role. I mean, that was the first, that's the cold open of that movie, right? Is yeah. You see his mother die and that sets him on this whole path. Yeah. Uh, and kind of determines who he is. Yeah. Um, 
Jason Momoa, who is also a great quote out there, uh, said that he absolutely thinks. What was that? Stop. It was a normal cough. What? It was a normal cough. cough. It was a normal cough. <laughs> it, it did not sound like was it. Was it reflecting no. of your thoughts on Jason Momoa? No, Jason Momoa's fine as hell. Uh, <laughs> Her mouth filled up with ocean water. Linda, it's, back me up. No, it didn't sound like that, Linda or Mom. It's Jason Flamoa. Is uh, <laughs> uh, um, funny. Uh, Jason Momoa absolutely thinks. Aquaman will be in the DCU. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Is that a thirsty best beer? Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. He's in the water all the time, but it's salt water. You can't see <laughs> And he said, I love this quote. We can all hear Jason Momoa's voice saying this. It's on, bro. There's no one bigger than Aquaman. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. There he is. No, bad episode. We need to update that for season yeah. two. Yes. With just the Jason, Jason Momoa. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, he went on to say that uh, Aquaman 2, which again, knock on wood, is coming out at the end of this year, um, that it has some really funny stuff oh. in it. It is a, that is a joke. <laughs> yeah, this is not for a That is a joke. Uh, and he particularly called out Patrick Wilson, who played King Orm in the first movie, kind of a, you know, an, an, an antagonist, kind and of also, bad guy. Like, tried to execute his mother in front uh, of him, so it's pretty cool that he does some funny but, stuff with him. But Momoa kind of phrased it as like, oh, they're they're like brothers in this movie, and it's kind of more of like a buddy aren't, scenario. But aren't they literally brothers in the? I think they're ha half brothers, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's Ocean Master, right? King Orm is Ocean Master. That sounds right. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> um, so, anyways, <laughs> we're, no we're hyped for it. We're hyped for it. Yeah. Um, and in a, uh, we talked about this, or we teased this earlier. In a clip from the Smartless podcast, Ben Affleck says that his performance in The Flash is <laughs> my best shit I've done as Batman. <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> now that that would be his fourth, third appearance I, as the Batman, right? Do you I count have, Justice, the two Justice Leagues as yeah, two separate oh, appearances? Oh, then it would be his fifth, right? Or no, fourth. Dawn of Justice, Justice League... Uh, Suicide Squad OG, oh. he played, he he was oh, in. Oh, he does show up in With Jared Leto's Joker? He's in yeah. a couple of scenes, uh, one with yeah. De um, Deadshot. I think he yeah. chokes out Harley. And one maybe. with Harley. Yeah, that's right. And now and now the Flash. She hopes. Settled down. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's great. And he, he also said he finally figured out how to play the guy. <laughs> Oh, I, I kind of get it though, actually. Oh, that does kind of make sense to me. I mean, when you're taking on a character that has been played by multiple actors and you want to make it your own, we can see how that goes wrong. Yeah. See other people in the DCEU. See other examples of perhaps not the greatest portrayals. People sending live and dead rats through the mail <laughs> to their castmates as little haha -ha jokes. I get it that it might that he might. I mean, I think what he's probably trying to say. Not that I would ever speak for Ben Affleck again after my Argo kerfuffle, but uh, <laughs> I think he's probably saying like, yeah, it takes a while to figure out how to make Batman your own. I personally am a fan of Ben Affleck Batman. I, I like what he did. I don't think he necessarily was in the best movies. I like what he did as the character. I wish he had his own Batman standalone movie, but wishes and nuts are candy and butts or whatever they say. If, I don't think anybody says that. Um, yeah. But uh, it does make sense. Again, like you said, Tommy, it, maybe this might be the best movie in which he's played Batman. Right. right? Well, the way he, he, he gives this quote in the interview is interesting because it, it sounds like either the writers of The Flash, the way they, the dialogue they wrote for him as Batman, or the way Muschietti was like directing him, mm. finally clued him in on like, oh, I understand how to play this character. Because previously he's had Zack Snyder directing him. And there's, he's doing a lot in Batman versus Superman. Yes. There's a lot going on, and he was probably like, I don't get it. Then uh, uh, Ayers directing him in the Suicide Squad for maybe a day. I don't know. Yeah. So he's he's like, wearing I don't massive know. chains in that one, remember? He's like, yeah, yeah. The, I just, actually, I'm getting a report from our producers. Oh, okay. It's if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, okay. it'd be Christmas every day. <laughs> right, right. That's you. what I meant Oh, yeah, that, that old quote, yeah. But, uh, and, then, and then, of course, uh, uh, Joss Whedon stepping in to direct him for yeah. a little bit after he'd already been kind of directed by Zack Snyder. So I'm sure it was just like, I don't know what, I've been told so many things. And the what he got to do in The Flash, he was like very excited and, about. And we, we don't know how much is in The Flash. We I don't, think it's a lot. No, we gotta assume not that much. Michael Keaton, there's a lot of Batmans going around. Yeah. Um, but we also wanna say, there's a mild, smoil, mild spoiler mm. uh, in that podcast. So if you 
Want to go into fl the Flash? It's cold as possible. Don't right. listen to the Smartless podcast right. where Ben accidentally drops a tiny spoiler. He doesn't. He knows he's doing it. He's like, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm gonna say it. And then he jokes like, Oh, the DC uh, spoiler police are gonna come after. No, they're not. He no one's care. running that department. He's like, you can't, you can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> Zaslav fired everyone in the DC spoiler police because he thought it was a real police department. He was paying. <laughs> I'm not paying any more cops. Got a good tax break for that. This town needs it. And then um, I, I, in in honor of. Uh, you know, John Wick being the number one movie of the box office, I happen to be wearing our Baba Yaga I shirt. Oh, available. Shirt. available. John Wick one last night. It was so good. Available at nerdriot.shop. And I, I got to see this movie. I saw this movie last week. Incredible. I mean, I am a fan of the John Wick franchise. This, If you haven't already seen John Wick 4, get out there. All this for a car and a puppy. <laughs> what did you think of the runtime? Uh, long. Long. Aggressive. Long Wick. Yeah, long way. Uh, but did you did you did you have to piss during it? No, did I you held it. The whole time? I went in dry and I came out Ooh, dry. Yeah. No soda, okay. no soda, wow. no soda. That's so the they trick. made you sweat a little bit. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Huh. I uh, I cramped up leaving. <laughs> you, you, put, you put well, that's my job. You put like a salt uh, facial on yourself so it that's just right. leached all the water. That's right. I'm just sweating brine by the end. But um, but there was some news. Uh, the show you guys mentioned on the show a little bit yesterday, mm -hmm. the potential for or the existing John Wick spinoffs. There's been some news. Of course, when the fourth movie makes the most money that the franchise has ever made, number one movie at the box office, one of the most successful movies Lionsgate's ever put out, they're going to be like, hey, pump out some more of these movies. So producer Erica Lee said that another John Wick universe film will be announced in the next month or two. Ooh. And that she's hopeful for more like a Ballerina 2 or a John Wick 5. Now, Ballerina is the Anna de Armas spinoff that's also going to feature uh, Keanu Reeves. It's a kind of a prequel to 4. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and so, wild that they might announce a sequel to that before even the first one has come out. Yeah, they're gonna. I think. I think uh, John Wick Five will probably be like a deep fake Keanu. He's got to get tired of doing this. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. I think he loves it. I, my friend was telling me this. And this is anecdotal. My friend is an editor, and they were shooting a documentary about um, another person in the entertainment industry. Keanu Reeves was doing kind of talking head stuff for it, like sitting down and doing the interview. But it must have been a stunt person. Because at the end of the interview, Keanu Reeves insisted they attach two GoPros to his motorcycle so that he could give them additional footage uh, of him riding his motorcycle because he thought it would look really good for the movie. They did not ask. They were delighted that he offered. And then he provided them with like three hours of him ripping his motorcycle down Malibu. On, and then brought the cameras back himself. So Keanu is a notorious good dude. Yeah. Uh, he was at the screening I got to go see of, of John Wick. Talked for a little bit afterwards with the director Chad Stahelski. A Keanu's fifty-eight years old. Yeah. The fact that he's still doing stunts and stuff like that looks great. Yeah. Looks half that age. Um, and like you could just tell the way he talks about it. He's a geek for this stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's loves, what I mean. I think he loves yeah. movie making. He loves stunts. He loves. He just Plus loves those it. guys stay young by doing these movies. Still, like there's a reason why Tom Cruise. Is still ripping a motorcycle off the side of a cliff. That's that's Zenu. That, that's all that is. <laughs> well, that's because yeah, it's because he released it's all the Satan's from yeah, the spot. It's because he's Satanless. But you give you give Keanu a motorcycle. You give him a couple of GoPro GoPros on it. Yeah. he'll geek. Oh, he'll also, geek. Uh, oh, oh, he'll geek. I want to just give this fun trivia fact about John Wick for all my Wick flick fanatics out there. <laughs> Wicksters. Did you know on John Wick one, one of the producers was Eva Longoria? Wow. Get paid. I didn't know there. She, she, must, I, I, she must have bought the original, option the original script with her production company or something. She produces a lot of stuff. Even Longoria, she she works. I know. Um, that was just a, like, I saw her in the credits and I was like, wait. That Eva Longoria? It is. It is. <laughs> Good for you. Come on the show, Eva. Talk about John Wick. Talk Eva, about whatever. Come wrestle C. Mulu on the show. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, and then in our final headline, um, again, another weird little tidbit <laughs> that slipped out that's potentially gigantic news. Uh -huh. So, uh, <laughs> slipped out. Uh, the creator of the X-Files, Chris Carter, who is a, you know, for Not anybody, the Hall of Fame wide receiver. That's right. Different, different Chris Carter. I think it's spelled a little different. Chris Carter, the receiver, doesn't have an H in Chris, right? I don't know, but it's hashed out for you. Yeah, let's figure out what that line is. <laughs> <laughs> Call in if you know. Call, Call in if you are Chris Carter. You're uh, absolutely right about that. But um, the creator of the X-Files, Chris Carter, mm -hmm. uh, was doing an interview where he was kind of, he was actually talking about shooting on location in Vancouver when they made that show in the 90s. And he kind of, they were kind of asking him like, oh, what would it be like to make the show now? Because like the idea of conspiracy theories is so different now than it would have been in the 90s. Right. And he's like, well, I don't know. It would have been tough. But um, I was just talking to a young filmmaker named Ryan Coogler who's remounting this series. And he'll have like, uh, that'll be his challenge. And like, wait, 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 what? 
Black Panther director Ryan Coogler is rebooting the X-Files? What? He's coming, he's coming for Jordan Peele's mantle. He said, I can do it better. I can do it. What's, I can do what's it What's the weirdest news of the last two days? Ryan Coogler remounting the X-Files, or Questlove directing a live oh, action Aristocats. I think it's Ryan Coogler, because Questlove, not to be a person, how much hip hop was in the original Aristocats? <laughs> they were jazz, jazz. They were jazz, jazz musicians. Jazz but, wasn't yeah. a hip hop. But how does the live action Aristocats movie? Also, are, they using, like cats are they using music. real cats? Oh. Or is it CGI cats? Well, that, that's the question. Is it like John Favreau's The Lion King, uh -huh. where the animals are or is supposed it, to act like Or animals? is it like Homeward Bound? <laughs> I think it's going to be like The Lion King. <laughs> or is it. But I would love it to be homeward bound and the cats are just oh <laughs> But on pianos and drums and stuff. <laughs> I know also, Ryan, Ryan Coogler, you owe us a, a, a series set in Wakanda. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think you're supposed to be making another Black Panther no, movie. No, no, go, go to X-Files. Go to X-Files, go to X-Files, go to X-Files. You're doing Ironheart? And then cast me in it. Mm. I want to be a thirsty thespian here and put in my hat in the ring to play Thomas O'Malley. O'Malley the alley cat. Aww. <laughs> oh, for Aww, he'd be a good O'Malley cat. Um, what but, about but back to this... Uh, the cat that God forgot? No, Ryan Coogler, X-Files news. Yeah. Well, and people pointed out, you know, the X-Files was created by Fox that's now owned by Disney. Oh. Could this be a Disney Plus series? I hope it's not. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, just because the, uh, the X-Files is so fun and outrageous that I'm like, oh, I don't want it to be stunted. I don't, or stunted by as in like put into a box. I want them to be able to have as much freedom to creepiness as they want. Right. And I think there's, it, it's kind of like doing the remake of, uh, uh, what did Jordan Peele redo? The Twilight uh, Zone. The Twilight Zone. Go crazy with it. Go outside the barriers of what we once mm. had in the 90s. And I don't want it to be limited to what Disney will not and won't do. Right. Full penetration. No. <laughs> Triple oh X Files. What's wrong with you? What with a sword? Oh the my sex, God. The sex files. With the sword? Well, what not there. Oh. Like in the stomach. Or Sorry, something. I was confused. Through your neck. Uh -huh. um, hey, uh, real quick, we want to shout out the folks that help us bring this show to you. Uh, if you want to save money in 2023, why are you still paying too much every month for your phone bill? Yeah. Switch to Mint Mobile. It's the easiest way to save. Yeah. Uh, as the first company to sell premium wireless service online only. Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton, with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month by going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail. Mint passes those significant savings onto you. Lovely. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone. Several people here at New Rockstars switched to Mint Mobile. They got to keep their phone, got to keep their number, their contacts, everything. They just save a bunch of money and are big fans of it, including our, our editor Riley and a couple of our editors and producers. Um, it's super easy to switch. To get your, get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash breakroom. That's mintmobile.com slash breakroom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash breakroom. Mm -hmm. And then our other sponsor, Tommy, you had a very uh, special experience with them yesterday. Uh, There's the fine folks at Start Playing. Um, they are a platform where if you want to play uh, Dungeons & Dragons, other tabletop RPGs, yes. you can go onto their platform. Uh, whether you're maybe a solo person who's looking for a group to play, or maybe you have a group and you're looking for a game master or a dungeon master, it's kind of like an Airbnb for playing these games. Yes. You find somebody, they kind of put in the work, and then all remote via a Zoom or some other kind of video yeah, uh, we did, application. We, yeah, right? we, we, we did a video chat with Claire, our, our DM. She, or GM, if rather, but we were playing Dungeons & Dragons, so DM does apply. She was... <laughs> Incroyable, as they say in French. She was Ooh. incredible. She completely tailored it to our demands. And I say demands and not <laughs> requests. Because it was it was like a hostage situation. No, no we, we, you know, we gave her a few, like, little, this is what we'd like to do. This is what we, you know, this is uh, how much time we have. She made such a fun game for us to play. We had an incredible time. It was very satisfying. She rolled with our weird, just put, to give you some context, Whitney and I were involved, so it got weird. Uh, there was not a lot of fighting, but there was a lot of chicken wing eating. Uh, and a lot, in game, not in just game. like while you were playing. No, before. I played with a full mouth the entire time. I was like, drunk. No, uh, no, it was great, and uh, and I also uh, we made we improvised some songs, we oh. had some laughs. Yeah, guys, this is the future of of uh, role playing games. It's uh, setting up, logging on, 
having a brilliant GM uh, tailor make a uh, tailor a campaign to your to your wishes. It was super fun. Ten out of ten. We'll be doing it again. Shout out Claire, you were awesome. Yeah, and I think whether you, maybe you have some. Uh, friends who live in other cities or other places, yeah. it's a great way to kind of connect with them and to be able to have like a regular, mm-hmm. you know, uh, touch point where you guys can play this game together. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're just one of these people that like, ah, I love role-playing games or I've always wanted to play some Dungeons and Dragons. I don't want to have to buy the manuals and find somebody who's willing to DM and do it. There's kind of a, some work that needs to be put yeah. in. Oh, yeah. Uh, start playing does that work for you. Yeah. Uh, and they have not just Dungeons and Dragons, all kinds of games. You can select through yeah. thousands of different game masters. They all have reviews. It's kind of like Yelp on there. Yeah. You can find our, our good friend Claire on there. We, we're leaving some good reviews uh, for them. Oh, yeah. uh, and so to start playing with Start Playing, <laughs> just click the link in the description of this episode of The Break Room. Uh, and you'll get a $10 credit to make your next game yeah. even easier. Woo-woo-woo! Check out Start Playing by clicking the link in this video's description. Okay. I uh, would say, if I could, stop playing around. Oh. And start, start playing, playing now. Uh, before we jump into our discussion today, we want to thank our super chatters. Uh, Franco saying Matthew McFadyen should play Mr. Sinister. Oh. I completely agree with yes. that. That's a I'm great one. for Mr. Sinister to come. John, John Hammond, John Hammond. Yeah. yeah, get out of here. And also, Mr. Sinister can roll right into that Jubilee tri- trilogy starting <laughs> in 2026. Yes. Give uh, Brandon the keys to Jubilee. Come on. <laughs> Jamie Riley saying, here's to Tommy's cat's costume, full makeup. Yes, we and to see the correct. Yeah, we want to <laughs> see the butthole. Uh, Johnny V saying, first time Super Chat. I hope you all had fun at WonderCon. We're bringing you to Fresno next. Is that a threat? I was saying, Don't take me to Fresno! Johnny V, with all due respect, over my dead body. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've spent a lot of great nights in Fresno. Not too many great days, though. Uh, and Jordan Chapinina saying, love you guys. It might be Chapinuya, but I like Chapinina. Yeah. Uh, our big discussion today, we wanted to talk about uh, Betty Ross. Okay, yep. big news yesterday. Uh, Betty Ross coming in hot, gonna be in Captain America New World Order. But you can't have Betty Ross without her main squeeze, Brucey e. B. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk, right? Bruce so Blaine. Liv Tyler's coming back, reprising her role as Betty Ross from the Incredible Hulk film, mm. uh, all the way back in 2009? 2008. Uh, 2008. Thank you Same so year much. as Iron Man 1, right? Right, right, right. We also, in this film, we know we're gonna have um, uh, Tim Blake Nelson playing the leader. Um, he's coming back for this film. So with all these like kind of characters, and of course Thunderbolt Ross now being played by Harrison Ford, he's going to be in this too. They've mentioned all these other characters. So the three of the yeah. four main characters, I guess, minus Emil Blonsky, mm-hmm. right, and right. minus Bruce Banner, are mm-hmm. the only two main characters from that film that mm-hmm. won't be in, in this, this movie. Captain America movie. I mean, this has got to be the next time we see the Hulk, right? You can't have all these people show up without yeah. the Hulk. And like, refresh my knowledge if I'm like completely wrong about this. Bruce hasn't really mentioned Betty. Ever no. after like the Incredible Hulk, uh, once Mark Ruffalo took over, there was no mention of Betty. Ever but we again. did see them both in What If. We saw them in What If. Yeah, the What If episode with the zombies. Yeah. Right, you saw they kind of replayed or that scene when in he Incredible was in the Hulk. butt, or not in the butt. Sorry, <laughs> I, that came out weird when hey, he oh. when he when he exploded. Yeah, remember? yeah. Well, that wasn't the zombie. The zombie one. Yeah, no, that was Hank the. Gets oh, it was Hank. Them. It was yeah, the yeah. Hank, and he was turning them all. He was like, ah, um, little tiny <laughs> Hank. Uh, so yeah, you have all these characters coming back. You gotta have like the Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be insane not to have the Hulk. So, so there are a couple of things here. Don't you think? Two of my pet theories: A, there's all this speculation. Nobody's seen the contracts, but that Marvel cannot make a standalone Hulk movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Part of their deal is uh, Universal owned the rights to the Hulk, um, and so they can Marvel can include Hulk in other people's movies like Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. or Avengers mm-hmm. or whatever. But they can't make a just a Hulk movie, so they're always looking for ways to have him appear in other stuff, right? right. She-Hulk, Avengers, obviously. Well, and that was the theory that like the reason they did a She-Hulk show and not like a She-Hulk movie was because they couldn't make a Hulk movie. Now, producer Evan looked into this. Mm. There's like uh, basically an SEC filing about this whole thing that was made in like 2008, I believe, when like 2008, yeah, when like Universal made this first. They made their movie. They made the Incredible Hulk. And also, Universal Parks is a little separate, but they own, they have like a Hulk roller coaster. Islands of Adventure Florida, has one. And yeah. they have a lot of the characters. Now, it's, he read through it. It's a lot of legally. It's hard to understand. It's, but someone who analyzed it said, like, this contract kind of runs out like June of 2023. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's nearing its end. Now, I don't know if it gets extended or if any weird stuff has the, happened. In this movie, said to be released in 2020. <coughs> July or May? Four. 
May of 2024. Yeah. Uh, almost exactly one year from today. Right. So this could be the time that, like, the Hulk's could kind of show back up. Uh, and remember, like, Thunderbolt Ross, who they're, they're bringing back via uh, Harrison Ford, because William Hurt has uh, unfortunately passed away. He was introduced in the MCU in this, like, Incredible Hulk film, and they kind of brought that character through to make him very so, big. So far, that's the only actor character that has crossed over from that 2008 mm, Hulk right. movie. They Besides, recast uh, bringing back Emil Blonsky and Correct. She-Hulk. That's right. Um, and now, Kevin Feige has said, which I thought this was kind of wild, he's like, in New World Order, uh, Ross is, like, the president now. Now, we know coming up in Secret Invasion, there's a different president. Mm. Um, uh, we haven't had, like, an official president in the MCU since Ellis, who the last we saw him was in Iron Man 3, I believe, when he, like, gets kidnapped. I think he was mentioned a couple times after that. We haven't seen him for a while. So there's going to be a new president established in Secret Invasion. Maybe that president dies, and, like, mm. Thunderbolt Ross has to slide in. Maybe he's revealed to be a scroll. Thunderbolt maybe, Ross has to slide maybe in. Maybe there's a King Ralph-type situation <laughs> where the top ten people in the order of succession all get wiped out <laughs> oh, somehow. Okay. okay. And you've got to go all the way down to a general, right? Right. right. So as they're kind of introducing all these Hulk-adjacent characters, or very Hulk-centric characters, now, again, this is supposed to be a Captain America movie. Well, could it still be them focusing more, not on Hulk, but the Hulk blood situation? Because yes. we don't know where the leader is, so the leader could be being experimented on if he's been with, like, Betty Ross this entire time. Mm. That's just one theory. But it's also that we also have Isaiah Bradley that's still going to appear in this, and he has a so soldier serum. So if we're crossing the super soldier serum, uh, Hulk's blood, mm -hmm. it's like, what is the, what is the, what do they have in common with each other? And I think it's that the government is doing something with their blood, mm -hmm. and that's what we're going to be focusing on more than the Hulks in, like, in general. Maybe Betty Ross is helping work on the blood, trying right. to figure it out. Um, maybe they change her intentions a little bit in this movie, but I, I, maybe it's not about, like, seeing Hulk or She-Hulk or Scar, but more so focusing on their blood. It could be, because the whole reason we have the Hulk in the MCU is because Thunderbolt Ross was trying to recreate the Super Soldier mm -hmm. Serum. This is very different from the comics. Like, the whole creation in the comics had nothing to do with the Super Soldier Serum. It's very big here. And then, you know, She-Hulk established that, like, oh, if you take his blood and you put it in the right person, yeah. you can make another Hulk, the family right? member, yeah. Uh, and, and Emil and, Blonsky was because he was injecting, like, the Hulk's blood And same with too. Todd when he stole her blood. They right. made the chemical to at least give it to someone else that doesn't have the same genetic makeup as Jennifer. So and, right. and wasn't that even the last time we saw the leader at the end of The Incredible Hulk, he was getting some big head. Yeah. He was getting the... <laughs> oh, yeah, he was. We have the initial suck-in. Stop. And then oh, no! We got the big head. Oh, no, he's getting full penetration with that blood. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Hulk's blood, like, dripping on him, right? That made his head kind yeah. of, like, bubble up. He just started to, like, bubble up or whatever, because the leader in the comics right. has a giant vertical egg head. He's got a, he's not a forehead, not a five head. It's like a 12 head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and there was a comic book that was put out that was, like, an official Marvel, like, MCU comic book. That was part of like Nick Fury's big week was when a lot of the events of like Thor and Incredible Hulk and Iron Man 2 were all going on. Um, uh, uh, I believe this Black Widow was sent to retrieve Samuel Stearns mm. from the lab and like bring him in. Um, so it could be, we don't know if Samuel Stearns, AKA the leader is gonna be a good guy or the bad guy. I doubt he's the main antagonist. Antagonist for this new world order. Movie. Mean antagonist. Mean antagonist. Um, from Dan Ender. Again, we've known about this for a while, but Jessica did mention in like some of the headlines about Liv Tyler coming back. Have kind of reiterated that Carl Lumley, mm. who played Isaiah Bradley right. in, in the, in the uh, Captain America Winter Soldier, um, Falcon Winter Soldier series, is coming back. Um, and they haven't mentioned like Eli Bradley coming back. They his, haven't. Like, grandson. But, but I think it's. It, I'm so. I'm so confused about that. And I was like, please don't make it be like Falcon and the Winter Soldier again, where they're just harassing this old man, and he's like, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Every every uh, uh, Captain America property from now on, they they gotta go knock on his door yeah. and be like, get off my oh, porch. No, please, leave. I don't want to uh, remember this. No. Hopefully, he's gonna be active in this and do some cool stuff. Right. Do some old man action moves or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine him fighting Harrison Ford? Whoa. Whoa, that is that is a lot of brittle bones on display right there. <laughs> well, and we brought this up yesterday, but you know, Betty Ross goes plays several different powered characters in the comics. Mm -hmm. She becomes Harpy, then she dies. Then she becomes uh, Red Hulk, and she dies again, I think, and then becomes like the Red Harpy. Uh, so she could get powered up. I don't know. Uh, and, and will this be a way to finally force 
Sam Wilson to take the Super mm. Soldier Serum. That's always been That's what I predicted. I predicted on this show Sam Wilson's going to take the Super uh, Soldier Serum to fight Red Hulk. It, it also, right, we're kind of talking about the big blank space in the middle of all this casting, right? We're assuming all these Hulk centered supporting characters, and then eventually the big Hulk shaped hole in the middle of that they will mm -hmm. fill in with Hulk. And maybe the reason they're doing that. Marvel has a history of this. We did not know Hulk was going to be in Thor Ragnarok till that trailer dropped. Yeah, yeah. I know that guy from work, right? right. Like uh, Gladiator Hulk. Kind of spoiled them a big chunk of the movie, but whatever. They wanted to get people to go see Ragnarok, so they, they let us know that the Hulk was going to be in it. Could this be that same kind of situation? They do not announce Mark Ruffalo or the Hulk being in this movie until that first trailer drops, maybe then, not even then, until the movie comes out. I mean, if, if he does show up, I'd love for them to keep it secret. I don't know. He's also got a son now. He's got Scar. Is Scar a part of all He's of this? He's got an angry little team. It's so interesting because I was like, I don't see them even incorporating Incredible Hulk, She-Hulk, or Scar, but more so Abomination because we just still don't have that, uh, the, whatever you want to call it, the conflict or the conclusion between Emil Blonsky mm. and the leader. Yeah, you're because obsessed with this I'm idea. I'm so obsessed because I'm like, the leader changed because of Emil Blonsky right. and the Emil Blonsky changed because of the leader. Mm. So it's like they still have unfinished business just like Emil Blonsky had with the Hulk that he got figured out in the end of She-Hulk. But I'm like, okay, he's become a good guy. I don't know where you've been this entire time, the leader, but are you still pissed at this man for bashing you over the head? Then <laughs> you changing right. also into like some green... Monster <laughs> and like uh, Samuel Stearns in the Incredible Hulk, he's using like he's communicating with Bruce via this like uh, chat platform, and he calls himself Mister Blue, which yeah. is actually something that in the comics Betty Ross used that name to like secretly communicate. Mm. Uh, so it's all this weird stuff kind of coming together. This is together. also why I think they're they're working together, Betty Ross mm. and the leader, and we're not seeing an evil leader yet because he, she knows who he is. They work right. together very briefly in the Incredible Hulk, and I'm like, okay. And she has a really honest. tough relationship with her dad. If yeah. she's working yes. like against her dad, she I mean, she's not, still a professor and a scientist. Right. So and she like, was not happy about how Thunderbolt was treating the Hulk and mm -hmm. the Incredible Hulk, no. obviously. Oh, um, watch them be stowed away somewhere else in like a weird no, no, <laughs> no, no weird shack. Just not doing your thing, but funky okay. little shack. Do you think Betty <laughs> Ross? Funky little shack. Walked up to go see Bruce and saw like Natasha and Bruce doing the hand thing, and she's like, "That son of a bitch." We're gonna take him I'm down. I'm gonna take him down. Son's getting real low, you cheating bastard. <laughs> uh, reminder, so there are four Marvel movies set to come out next year, knock on wood. Uh, three of which basically are team-up movies, right? We've got this movie followed in the calendar by Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts. right? Which is kind of named after Thunderbolt Ross, so we're assuming there's gonna be some overlap in characters, storylines, something, yeah. those movies will be connected. Well, there, if he's the president, and then Val is the director of the CIA who's leading the Thunderbolts, that could still be his organization. Yeah, you know. yeah there's gotta be some Or named in memory of him. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, so he's gonna die in uh, New World Order, and then... I'm not saying it, but I'm thinking okay. it. Okay. Uh, and then, and then Blade, and then the Fantastic Four comes out uh, next yes. year. Twenty twenty-five. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> but, Don't you ever correct that? But, uh, two, uh, two out of the three movies next year are these team-up movies, mm. right? Uh, that might be connected. Might be like a little bit of Infinity right. War Endgame, maybe. I think a really big connection, and it's not as like big as space. It's not as big as like the aliens. But I think a big connection will be the scientists, and you have to keep an eye on them and where mm. they're going at all times. Because when Falcon Winter Soldier, when they're healing that virus or whatever, we haven't seen any of the like conclusion to that, which could be picked up oh. in Captain America: New World Order. Right. So I'm like. Pay attention to the scientists. Start on the ground, people. Look at the scientists. Mm -hmm. Look at the doctors. See how they're going to be working and how they will directly affect what's going to happen mm -hmm. in Phase Six and Five. Because they could also be scrolls and they could be doing something Ooh. bad. Well, and that scientist in Falcon Winter Soldier who replicated yeah. the serum, dead. Yes. Ooh, dead. good, good yes. point. I like too that, like you know, we've gone all over the place with Marvel. We spent time in space. We've gone to uh, spooky, scary, uh, magic, uh, evil stuff, right? Like. I like, let's spend a good chunk of time in the like super soldier space, right? I, need, I love the politics to it. I love the political scheming of it. Uh, the, 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 we talk about this in uh, Inside Marvel, but treating it like the boys and the, and the what was it called? The Vol what? The Vought drug and right. giving it to children. <laughs> like treat it like what is the profit that the government is making off of the super soldier serum, the X gene or what have you that's in the MCU right now. And that's another good point too. How do mutants figure in? Does New World Order reference like mutants where 
You have people getting powered up. We have this character yeah. Sabra we yes, don't know much exactly. about. If they establish her to be a mutant and President Ross is like, listen, we got mutants. We really need to get our super soldier serum in line because if there's mm -hmm. people out there who can be powered up on their own, we need to make sure we have our own soldiers who can take mm. them down. Which you uh, know, who's a great uh, barometer for that, if somebody like the Red Guardian shows up, uh, it's like, uh, the American army needs, uh, we need more super soldiers right. than the, or whatever. Well, we uh, know Red Guardian will be in Thunderbolts. Yeah, I was about to say, and I think that's what ties to directly to Thunderbolts, is them being like, okay, we have a team of super soldiers. <laughs> we need to get them more powered more up. More power. It's time for mandatory fun. Whoa! Oh, Low-key transition. That snuck in there. A little subversive. Oh, we're going to grab me in the back. Oh, oh there, there we go. There Took the gears a little while to clear there. That's right. This is mandatory fun, the segment where I make my three best friends in the whole world come together with me for oh, a God. little bit of fun that they have no option but to participate oh, in. Okay. The break room is dead. What? Oh. Long live the break. Yeah. Oh. Season one is coming to an end, and I would now like to uh, make a few announcements of what we can expect in season two. Now, I have not told any of you three any of these announcements. Yeah, I for some reason, you have all the power of, on this show. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a little bit of power over the show, yes. And I also like to keep secrets. So Friday <laughs> is our season one finale. Friday is it. This means there will not be regular episodes of The Break Room in April, but... Fear not, Mom, and a few other viewers. My mom is very worried we're going to have trouble getting the audience <laughs> back for taking a month off. She is anti-taking the break. Oh. Maggie Beck told on record saying, go through. New trailers and Star Wars Celebration news may just have your boys and girls popping back in for some specials. Yeah. And we'll still be doing Wookiee Leaks. And yeah. Wookiee we'll Leaks will never die. Mandalorian with some Wookiee Leaks. Yeah. So, we will be re-premiering, premiering season two on our one-year anniversary. It'll be a one-year anniversary yeah, spectacular. Yeah, beginning of May. Jessica, are you all right? Are you yeah, devastated by this news? What, what, what happened? <laughs> My back hurts. It's been hurting this entire episode, okay. and I've been trying to pop it without it. Make, but then okay. I realized acting like a cat didn't help. Keep going. Okay, <laughs> That's not distracting at all. So here's what we can expect in season two in the premiere. A brand new set. Oh. Ooh, very exciting. Hot, hot stuff. Uh, contractually, Brandon will be deep faked three days a week. Oh. That's fine with me. Can I Wait, work from home? Does that mean that we're going to deep fake Brandon's face onto somebody else? Yeah. Or Brandon has to be here, but no, we deep fake somebody else's Brandon else will be here, but some days he'll be Brian Cranston. Oh. Some days he'll be Joe Celine Biden? Dion. Oh. Some days he'll be Joe Byron. And let me tell you something, Jacko, you can take that to the bank. I don't know if that was, was that, was that your Biden? No, it was just an impression of me. <laughs> New graphics and segments. Yeah, oh. very exciting. Free soup on Tuesdays, or as I call it, Stewsdays. Oh. Unfortunately, well. with the free soup, there'll also be Snake Thursdays. <laughs> Where a live snake will be released into the studio. No! Oh, wow. That's awful. We will have more special episodes and special timed live streams yeah, at night. I'll be joining a cult. Again? <laughs> have you picked out the cult? Or uh, cult? Not yet. I'm still in, I'm still in the market. Hey, if you're, if you're in a cult, call in if yeah. you have access to a phone. Uh, uh, even more <laughs> devastating challenges and mouth endurances. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like the term I'm sorry. Endurance. What's that phrase? Mouth endurance. What is it? Can you we'll be testing it? our mouth endurance like never before. I oh. like how you defined it with more endurance. <laughs> uh, new and exciting break room merch available oh, for our purchases. Nice. Jessica will be adopting a group of orphaned acrobats. Oh. Whoa. Yes, a trapeze family. Oh, this is like Robin. Uh, and you can expect games, games, games. <laughs> More games. Can you give us an example yeah, of what's game? Yeah, what's an example yeah. of game? Uh, Russian roulette. Uh, oh, that's no. not a Zach <laughs> has been replaced by a hologram. Oh. The real Zach went to his home planet months ago. Uh, also, I'm <laughs> proud to announce season two will be in Smell-O-Vision. Have oh. <laughs> you ever wondered what we smell like after uh. we drink in all those hot sauces? <laughs> now you'll know. It's not great. Is that, do you need a chrome plug-in to get no, the smells? No, we're actually going to go to everyone's house and uh, just let them sniff our shirts. Oh. I don't show. want them to oh. win. You want to sniff my shirt? Do it! Oh, uh, no. Finally, uh, uh, additionally, we're going to have some great guests. Some great guest hosts, oh. and we're looking to book some celebrity guests. Oh, folks. You ever want a little more star power in your break room? Well, yeah. coming in May, or possibly June, depending on their availability. <laughs> uh, also, stunts. Stunt. We're going to have more stunts season two of the break room. We've all we've hired. Uh, we scoured 
the Los Angeles landscape for stunt doubles for each four of us. Oh, okay, great. And uh, they're going to be coming in and doing some stunts. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, most shows will only be viewed in the metaverse. Oh, oh I'm we, not going into the metaverse. Do we get legs, or is it no? Is it a no legs? No, it's metaverse. a legless. Me it's oh, a okay. it's a Lieutenant Dan. I want to be a little Kermit the Frog. <laughs> it's actually called the Daniverse. Uh, Breakcoin. Uh, Ooh. A new cryptocurrency Ooh, will be launched. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, all episodes of The Break Room will be archived on Thrust. No, I did not <laughs> I want to go back. Can we go back to Breakcoin? Sure. Uh, is that is that pegged to anything? Uh, yes. It's being pegged and it's doing pegging. What? Uh, I, I don't know. Which then ties in perfectly. Break Room will be archived in Thrust. <laughs> we didn't sign off on it. Yeah, uh, yeah I, you, well, I, you I like this to not be on Thrust. You guys don't have to sign off on anything because I'm in charge. Dr. Nasty is now the in-house physician oh, of the Break wow. Room. What if oh, I don't no. want to see him? I feel like... Uh, everyone's going to have to do a physical I, with Dr. Nasty. I feel like he's oh, been the unofficial it. doctor. Yeah, well, he's on an official retainer now, and you're all going to have to be deeply screened. No! Uh, no. Uh, Off-screen producer John and my uh, uh, my friend T. Michael Bechtold's bird Perseus have Freaky Friday. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm excited for so that A one. bird will be producing the a show? Bird, no, 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 John, John will be producing, producing the show but he's with a bird. the bird brain. Oh. Wait. Which some people have already alleged. So oh, we just have no. the bird producing Yeah, then? we just have the bird with John's brain. I don't know. Wait. We'll see if the Wait, won't be able to work on the machines. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be releasing a line of Guess That Butt NFTs. Oh, yeah, Actually, that sounds fun. Uh, in, the, in the future, in season two, every host on the show will be available to purchase as a girlfriend or boyfriend experience. <laughs> oh. You want to spend a whole weekend with me? Well, pay up, and uh, our, our bosses will collect that money, and uh, you can use me however you want. My love language is acts of service, so I'm well, a, you'll be I'll servicing, be for, all right? Oh, no. I don't want to be rented. I didn't mean uh, it like that. Oh. Well, guys, I didn't say rented. I said purchased. Now, <laughs> oh season God. two will be twice as big and twice as bold. Yeah. That's yeah, what we yeah. can promise you. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, stick yeah. around. Don't be like my mom and afraid no one's going to watch if we go away for a month. Be like my dad and never watch in the first place. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Also, also, that month off gives you a great opportunity to go back through the back catalog. Yes. Yeah. All those old break room episodes will be available. Were, were you interested in like what our uh, reactions to were like uh, She-Hulk episode two? Did you want to know uh, how we felt about the Super Bowl ads? Yeah. You know, you can find and you it know all that. Check the new Rockstar social because maybe we'll list some best ofs. Maybe we'll go through in, uh, on, our, on our Twitter and Instagram and, uh, and, re and re relink some of our best of episodes for a little bit of fun. Perhaps we'll re-list re the old Tomicon episode oh. where we had a cast of thousands. <laughs> That was a yeah, that was a high water mark. For the you said cats. I thought you said cats of thousands. Cats of thousands. Like, cats cats of thousands. Of thousands. Aristocats of thousands. Uh, Corey Candrilli sending a super chat saying, "What's good? Shout out to the break room and all the trashies. Miss you, mofos. Can I say that? Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Do you think they start experimenting with Isaiah mutant blood, finding a hybrid that could spark the paranoia with mutants? I mean, oh. I think it's Ooh, a good idea. That's a good pitch. I, could they bring in like the legacy virus or something intense like that, trying to kill off the mutants? I think oh. they're, what just if they Just as soon as we got them? Yeah. What if they, I feel like they're gonna, we're just gonna go, we're gonna get that scene where they're walking down a hallway and there's a bunch of different like windows of lab experiments mm. and they have like a giant chunk of Tiamat. And that's what's creating the extra. Chunk of chunk of um, oh, just like, yeah. they chopped up his penis and they're just using it. I didn't it say all that. Of all the no, chunks. We said, we said a giant chunk. Of all the chunks. It's a, he's all big. He's a big boy. He's it's a big boy. Yeah, actually, do we know? I love mutt chunks. Are we, are we for sure the gender of Tiamat? Hmm. I would never assume gender, but that freaking hog on him I thought was pretty obvious. <laughs> oh my That's God. not another arm. Oh my God. That's not another arm, folks. Thomas. I can't stretch it now. Uh, Colin, Colin Oakman saying, going to miss you all so much for April. Thanks for the effing amazing year. I can't wait till next season. We're excited too. No matter what they're here for it, well, we'll, we'll make you keep that promise. <laughs> uh, Jordan Chapinina also calling out the big, big, big head gang. gang. Yes, sir. Randy Clamola saying, I'm rarely able to catch you all live. While I'm here, love you so much. Thank you for making life just that much better for us nerds. Thank you, Randy. Christian Unpronounceable saying, Little, Little Mr. Cheeseballs, the name we gave them, is going to miss you guys for uh, a whole month. Don't forget to like the, like the screen, stream. Ay, ay, ay. Scream, stream. DJ Cold Cuts saying, Cold Cuts are wild. Wow. Oh, really? I mean, the brand there, DJ. <laughs> you got to rep the brand. Hana Blasso asking Tomicon round two. Ooh. I mean, yeah. it's got to return in season two. I, I think. think maybe a little less vanity. Maybe maybe it's an all inclusive break con. Mm. 
Uh, I feel like the soul of Tamakan is pretty built on vanity. Don't yeah, you think, Tommy? Yeah. <laughs> I think my entire essence is built on vanity. This this whole office runs on vanity. Hanabaso or uh, GSU Ego one one seven asking, will season two bring the return of Quizmaster and Duffy Duffer, the rougher Duffer brother? I think both of those. Characters I always forget about to be burned on my mind. I mean, we're gonna get that final season of Stranger Things, and I feel like Duffy Duffer, the rougher Duffer brother. I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm fairly certain Quizmaster was put to death. I don't. I can't confirm that. <laughs> I mean, we've all prayed for it. I don't know. If I think they happened. were the first person executed by firing squad in America in over 200 years. <laughs> we do have big plans uh, for season two. We want to see a lot more segments on this show. A lot yeah. more fun. A lot more characters. Yeah, we want to finally make this show fun. Yeah, it's been too serious around here. we got to have a little fun. I might get a uh, haircut. But in all honesty, uh, and again, the show's going to look very different. Our, our really talented behind-the-camera staff that includes uh, John and Evan and Dashiell and some other folks, are they've got really big plans for changing around the studio. The irony is we've, we've always been in our actual break room yes. here at New Rockstars, which has been great and it looks cool, but it's not uh, really built no one's had lunch. No one's had lunch. Yeah, yeah and we right. also we've hired more people now, so they they don't understand the joke <laughs> that the break room is not available to them, and they get angry and they get hungry, and I'm starting to get scratched. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sick of getting scratched. Why are they scratching you? I don't know because I look like a scratching post, <laughs> and because my skin feels good. Uh, now, I want to emphasize something to all you people. Just because the show is taking a break. Doesn't mean the four of us are. We're going to be working our asses off yeah. to make this freaking break room season two bigger and better in every way. Now, we loved getting to do this show for a whole year. We were lucky enough to do this for yeah. you guys. And the fact that we get to come back is even more of a gift. So please, fear not. Mom, don't worry about it. We're going to be in the lab with a pen and a pad trying to get this damn label off. And then we're going to... Uh, <laughs> we're going to move to a different set. I'm going to maybe start wearing nicer clothes. Nah. Uh, and who knows, in a month... We could be completely different people. That's right. Literally, because we will be hiring new hosts. <laughs> who I can't wait to see who replaces us. Is it going to be the dogs of the office? Can I'm Bubba oh. Belky, Belky from Perfect Strangers. Uh, all Bronze, Bronze Adventure? Yeah. Also, Corey Kid's really saying they can confirm season two of Daredevil. They're trying to scoop Newsweek and Vincent D'Onofrio now. Wow. Uh, saying we Corey, might get a season Corey two. is a, a true asset to the show, and I never want to blow and, up And again, spot. that's a second season of what's already a super duper sized right. first season. 16 right. episodes? Uh, 18. 18. 18. Though I still think they're going to split it. Now. I hope they go that show, 20. That first season's legal. 18 episodes. 18. Hey, yo. <laughs> barely. I barely. I don't think about it like that, Jessica. Yeah, God, Jessica. Oh, my God. The jokes, the two oh the two jokes, God. you two animals. That's not true that's at all. That's disgusting. I'm a clean oh man. I'm not over here doing jailbait humor. <laughs> I don't know what that term means. I don't either. Wow, uh, where was Jessica on January 6th? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, but we still have a lot of hot shows this week. Yes. We'll be doing our WikiLeaks show tomorrow, so make sure to tune in to Mandalorian tonight or early yeah. tomorrow morning and check out Tommy, uh, Hector, and Eric. Yes. We'll be uh, check out about. Check out the bags that are going to be under my eyes after I watch an episode <laughs> of Mandalorian and two episodes of The Bad Bag. Yeah, Tommy's got a big night tonight. So I'm going to have a big dinner. <laughs> Don't forget to like the stream. Yes. Uh, check out all the great content we got coming out on the channel all week. We'll be here tomorrow and the rest of the week. It's going to be a hot last week of season one. We're very excited. Uh, have a great rest of your day. Late escapes. Keep it good. See you, everybody. Movies, break